On this episode of What's the Secret Podcast, we're continuing our breakdown of my last six-figure launch. In this episode, we're going to talk all about how to put front-end products together that your customers will love and buy. Tired of being at the mercy of your job? Tired of watching your hard work fill someone else's bank account? Want control of your time and lifestyle? Well, if you want the real secrets, the gurus won't tell you of how ordinary people just like you and me can create thriving businesses that deliver financial and lifestyle freedom, you're in the right place. Aloha. My name's Tom Gaddis, and welcome to What's the Secret Podcast. Aloha. Tom Gaddis here, and uh, super excited you're here for this episode of What's the Secret Podcast. Again, we're continuing our breakdown of the six-figure launch I recently did in my company, Offline Sharks. And in this episode, we're going to be talking about front-end products, how to make amazing front-end offers that customers uh, not only will buy, but they'll love. And my goal by the end of this episode is for you to have an understanding of what you need, the tools you need, the skill sets you need, all the pieces that kind of go into creating these front-end offers that will give you the best chance of success. And speaking of the tools that you would need, I know uh, when we start in these types of ventures, uh, we all want to think about the software, the technology, the tools. I know when I started this podcast, right, I got obsessed with podcast mics and um, software, you know, editing software and all the technical things that go with it. And that's true, too, when you go to launch a product, right? You're going to want to know, well, how do I create a membership area? How do I do all these things? And there's lots of options out there. And actually, today, it's easier than ever to create products and set these types of things up with tools like um, funnel pages, uh, tools like click funnels, uh, tools like groove funnels, uh, all of these uh, all of these tools make it really easy to do the things that we're going to talk about in this episode. So one of the things that I want you to do is like, don't get super wrapped up in all of the technology. Kartra is another one, right? You know, take a look at the different options that are out there. Find one that looks like it would work for you and then just go with it, right? Just stick with that option. You can always change and adjust down the road. We've done that in our business. You know, we started with one tool and now we work with other tools as we've grown and we've adjusted, but almost all of those tools will give you the foundation you need to at least get your first product out and get up and started. So that's my little uh that's my little take on technology. Don't spend all your time trying to figure out the which one is the best? Like just find one that looks like it'll work and then start getting familiar with it and just start moving forward, creating your product because you don't want to get caught up in technology and never getting your product together. So let's talk about how we, how we create these front end offers. Well, the first thing that you'll want to do is you want to make sure you have a really good understanding of my milk it method. And I've done a series of podcasts on the milk it method. If you go to TomGaddis.com, you can also download a free e-guide that explains the Milk It Method. It's an acronym. It stands for Market, Idea, Launch, and Kaching. 
And especially when we're creating a front-end product, we want to focus on the market and the idea part of the Milk It method, right? The better you understand the people that you're targeting, your market, and by market, we just mean buyers, right? People that would be interested in buying your product. The more you know about those people, the more you understand them, the more you're aware of what problems they face, what keeps them up at night, what they worry about, the goals they're trying to achieve, what they really want. The more you know that stuff, the easier it will be to create products that they're going to buy and love. So this is where we have to put in the footwork. We have to put in the grunt work, right? This is something that we have to do on a daily basis. And that is get an idea of actually who our buyers are. What are they like? What, you know, there's all the things that you normally think of the demographics, of course, you know, their age, uh, how much money they make, all those types of things. But there's also other things that you should take into consideration too. Like what type of person are they, you know, what are they looking for? What are their goals? All all that kind of stuff. Once we have a good understanding of our market and especially their problems and their pain points, right? The things that they struggle with, it'll make it a lot easier to come up with ideas and create products that will help them. I know early on in our business, one of the things that we noticed, so we, you know, we, our market, our buyers are people that are like freelancers, website designers, um, search engine optimization people, social media managers. And we, you know, we create products to help those people solve their problems. And one of the things that we really, you know, realized early on is that the, you know, one of the biggest pain points for that particular market is bringing in new customers. And that's a huge pain point. There's a lot of people who have been trying to get clients and they just can't get them right or they they don't know where to start or what to do and so you know early on we made a decision at offline sharks to really focus on that we wanted to be known as the foot in the door product producers right we're going to show you how to get your foot in the door with clients get clients get cash flow coming in so that you could grow your business and that's kind of the niche we have carved out and if you look if you go to offlinesharks.com and look at the products that we put out all of them are are based around that fundamental thing of solving this pain point of how do we get our first clients or how do we grow our agency and get more clients? How do we get higher paying clients? All that kind of stuff. Uh, those are the things that we focus on. So, you know, when you're looking at your market, you know, look at the problems, you know, solve the problem that really bugs them. The big pain point things start with that. And if you're having trouble coming up with ideas, a lot of it's going to come from your market research and seeing what they're asking about, what questions your market's asking, what problems they're having. But a good book that you can pick up, it's a really, really quick read. It's by James Webb Young, and it's called A Technique for Producing Ideas. And I'll put a link to that and the info for that in the show notes. But that book is really shows you like the mental process of how to come up with ideas, how to take this information that you're assimilating and in a kind of systematic way, be able to develop ideas from it. Um, I know from my experience creating, oh, we've created a lot of products at Offline Sharks. And when we focus on the fundamentals, those seem to be the products that resonate the most. So sometimes, you know, if you're whatever it is that you're creating a product around, you're probably pretty good at it or on the 
you know, you're ahead of most people, right? Otherwise you wouldn't be thinking about putting a product out about teaching it or showing other people how to do it. So sometimes when we're at that level, we forget that there's this whole group of people that haven't got there yet, that they need help getting to that level. And so sometimes we think, ah, oh, well, that everybody knows that, you know, but just because you know it doesn't mean that everybody knows it. And again, some of our most successful products have been when we've taken a step back and really focused on the fundamentals. And then the other thing uh, that has really made our products and launches a success is how we frame them. So even though we may be talking about something that is a fundamental idea behind uh, how to get clients or whatever, we all we spend a lot of time thinking about, well, how can we frame this in a new way? Like what's our, what's our angle for this? What's our hook? What's our big idea? And that, you know, that comes from understanding uh, copywriting and what drives people to take action and to buy things. And we're going to talk a little bit more about that in a second. But so, you know, focusing on fundamentals, how can we frame it in a new way? Another thing that has served us very well with coming up with product ideas is looking at what products have been put out in the market and how long ago have they been put out? Like looking at those products that were put out a while ago, because a lot of times product creators, they have their own trajectory that they're on, right? So they may start out putting, they may start putting out start by putting out products uh, about certain topics. And as they grow and get bigger, they move on to other things because they've already done a product on that. And so they don't focus on it anymore. But the market that bought that original product is still there. And probably there are a bunch of new people in that market now that would be really interested in that information. But it's because it's a product that was put out a long time ago, or maybe it's just not top of mind. It's not considered... Um, you know, relevant. And so one of the things we did is we looked in our market and said, okay, here's all the products people have put out in the last year. What products did they put out two years ago, three years ago? And we noticed that there were topics that people had that sold a lot of products, right? They sold a lot of products on this topic. But no one was talking about them at the current time because they had moved on to other things. And so we developed products around those because we had a pretty good idea that, look, if they sold then, they're going to sell now. And we're a new a new company in the space and we can present it and it's going to be new because it's coming from us. So that is another um, great way to get ideas for the products that you're going to put out in this recent launch that we're talking about, which was a product we called digital profit machine. One of the angles that we use to it, this product, by the way, was a, mainly about reputation management services, reputation marketing services. And the way that we framed it in a new way is we showed them a new way to generate money from their clients that no one else was talking about. So, you know, a lot of businesses, when they're dealing with their reviews, they have no idea how to respond to those reviews. They don't know what to say. They get in arguments. It just looks really bad. So we built into our product a service where the uh, freelancer or the digital marketer was providing that service. They would go in every month and respond to the reviews, and then the client would pay them to respond to those reviews. That's a, a need that the clients have, that the local businesses have, because they don't even know where to start. And it gave our 
our buyers of our products a great service that they could offer. And it was new. No one else had been talking about that idea. And in fact, when we would talk to our potential buyers about it and tell them, they would go almost like, oh, why didn't I think of that? Like, it just seems so simple and straightforward, right? So those are the types of things that you're looking for. Now, once you have your idea of what you're going to do, your kind of angle of what you're going to put out, you know, you're going to need a catchy product name uh, for for your course or whatever it is you're doing. And, you know, again, I would look around in the market place and see what are other people naming their products? What are the styles they're using? Um, you know, you want things that are fresh, but sound familiar. I know that seems kind of contradictory. Another, another book I'll recommend, uh, for naming things that you should check out is a book by E. Haddleman Julius, and it's called first hundred million. And it's about, the, I think it's the book of the month club. They, they tested all these different names for these books and they sold so many copies of everything. They were able to do all this really intricate testing through mail order. And they found a definite, um, a definite formula for what makes a good product name. And they outline it in that book. They're actually doing it for books, but you can apply it to products, whatever it is you're creating. So check out that book that might give you some insight on how to come up with good product names. Uh, once you have your product name, then we need to actually create our course. And again, here we want to start with the end in mind, what it is we're going to teach them. We like to have our, our front end products really just focus on one thing, right? You don't want, you know, we don't try to jam five different things in a front end product. It focuses on one thing. So it may be on how to get new clients with websites. It may be on how to get new clients offering reputation as a way to bring them in. It may be a product on Essex, but it's one, there's one thing, right? So we focus on one thing. Then we realize we, we map out, okay, this is what we're going to teach them. Right. And then we create an outline. And once we have the outline, like, okay, this is what we're going to do. We're going to, this would be all the videos we need. You know, this is the topics we need to cover. Here's how we're going to break it up into modules. Once you have the outline, creating the product becomes really, really simple. In fact, you're going to spend more time trying to come up with an idea, an angle, a hook and a name probably than you will on actually creating the product. Once you get all that stuff sorted, it's much easier to create the product. It goes pretty fast. This episode of What's the Secret Podcast is sponsored by Offline Sharks. Offline Sharks, where website designers, social media experts, SEO professionals can get custom software tools and training on how to quickly scale and grow their digital agencies. If you're looking to build reoccurring revenue into your agency and go from one to two clients to six figures and beyond, Offline Sharks is the place to do it. So head over to offlinesharks.com forward slash Tom and start growing your agency today. A couple of tips I can give you about what to put inside your products, though. Uh, we found that buyers really resonate uh, when you give them supplementary materials. Uh, if you have some, you know, if you've developed some type of software that will help them do what it is you're teaching them faster, smarter, uh, easier, include that. Software is really great. It allows you to get the price, the front end price of your offer up. And it also is a high perceived value for those 
those people coming in. Uh, also including things like templates, worksheets, checklists, all of those are things that uh, buyers of your products and courses are going to love because they're supplemental materials that help them achieve what they're trying to do. Now, I do want to make a note on software because this is another thing when we very first entered our market, which again is freelancers, website designers, those type of people. We noticed that everyone in that market was producing software, right? But they weren't really, I mean, the software did a specific thing, but they weren't really showing people how to build an agency. They were just selling them these tools that would help make little things they do in their agency easier. And this is kind of what I was talking about earlier. We knew that before people had put out products just straight information products, teaching people how to do specific things. And those were some of the first products we put out, right? Like we're actually going to show them how to build an agency, how to, how to get the clients and do those things. And so, you know, looking at what people are doing in your market and then finding that, that hole of maybe like, maybe there's something they did before that they're not doing anymore. If everybody's putting out software, maybe you come out with a course that's really about the information of, of how to put all these pieces together that there no one else is really showing them because they're just selling them software, right? Okay, I got off on a little tangent there. So uh, one of the other things to look at with your main front-end products is to make sure that the main offer is complete, right? So whatever the thing is you're gonna teach them how to do, that, that product that they buy should give them everything they need to do that. So again, you don't need to show them how to do everything, but you at least need to show them how to do the thing that you're teaching them in the front product. And I will, um, an example of that I can give you is like, you know, we will show you how to get your first few clients using one of our techniques, but we don't show you in that product how to then, you know, scale that or build out a full-fledged agency or, you know, that would be way out of the scope of the products we're doing. So, you know, when you're focusing on one thing, you just make sure you give them everything they need to complete that one thing. You don't have to show them every, you know, all the other stuff that happens after. Just make sure they have everything to do that one thing. Uh, also for your videos in your course, uh, keep them short. We try to keep the videos in our products five to 10 minutes at the max. Uh, one place you can go to look as an example is there's an online site called Udemy and it's all video courses. People can publish their products there. And if you go to Udemy and the courses, a lot of courses are inexpensive, just pick one that interests you and look and see how they do the videos, how they break things up and map that out. Also, if anyone else in your market is selling products, you know, you should buy those products and check out what they're doing, how they're doing it. That will give you good ideas. Don't copy what those people are doing, but it'll give you good ideas and examples of what you can model and how you can bring your own touch to that. Uh, another key part in your front end product is your welcome video. You know, in your welcome video, you really want to, you know, you want to let them get to know you, that you're a real person, you're there to help them, right? You want to show them how to consume your course, what's the best way to go through the information uh, that you're giving them, and also where they can go to get support. And I, I can't stress enough, when you're putting out products online, how important support is. So many people drop the ball when it comes to support. 
You want your support to be on the money. You want to be responsive. You want to really help take care of people's problems and help them get situated. So make sure you really focus on delivering incredible support to the people that buy your products. Now, once your product is complete, right? You're going to need to create a sales page that you're going to drive people to, uh, to tell them about your offer. And we're not going to be able to go into all the details of copywriting in this episode, because that's a whole, I mean, that's a a whole nother skill set, but there are some, there are some key points I just want to mention to you to think about and uh, some things that you should be talking about or thinking about and doing as it applies to copywriting. I mean, number one, if you don't know what copywriting is, which is basically selling in print, right? Selling through words on a piece of paper, you should start right now to discover and learn the basics of copywriting. So, you know, just Google best copywriting books and start going through them, reading what people consider to be the classics to start understanding copywriting and direct marketing. This is a skill set that is going to make everything you do better. Even if you're not the one doing the writing, it's going to help you when you're developing your ideas. It's going to help you when you're coming up with everything because, you know, every word that you put in a product, whether it's on the sales page or whether it's the title of a video or whether it's the script that you're saying when you do the video telling people about your product, all of those things need to be designed to sell and resonate with your market. Now, a big part of copywriting is understanding your market. And if you go through the Milk Up Method and you follow that strategy I lay out there and you understand your market, you're going to find it's much easier to do what I'm talking about, to put things on the paper that are going to resonate with your with your customers. Now, when it comes to the sales page, though, we usually follow a, a, a pretty standard format. So we always have a headline, right? That's what we spend the most time on is coming up with a headline. The headline is designed to, you know, immediately hook the person when they land on the page and get them interested in reading more. Normally below our headline, we will put a video sales letter or a VSL as they're called in the industry. These uh, videos are normally me, you know, somewhere we usually go to the beach across from my house and I shoot them outside. We like the look of that. Right. And it's just me talking to the camera, talking about um, the benefits of the product, what it's going to do for the person on the page, how we develop those types of things. Right selling them on uh, scrolling down the page, clicking the link and buying our product. And again, VSLs, there is a whole set of tools, art, you know, technique to creating good video sales letters. Um, I do want to say that the products, again, I think one of the reasons our products have had so much success is because we are actually the face of the products. Like we're on the video sales letters. People can see us. And in the end, people buy from people, right? A lot of other people in our marketplace, a lot of other product producers are, you don't, you can't find a picture of them anywhere. They're like this nameless, faceless thing that just puts out products. Don't do that. Like let your customers see you. They'll resonate with you, relate to you. I think it will really help um, your conversions and things. So headline, a video sales letter. We always have those, uh, bullet points, you know, writing bullets is another thing in copywriting again, art skill technique. Um, but these are like little short snippets that talk about the benefits of the product they're going to buy. 
And then also uh, one thing we do on our sales pages uh, that you should be doing as well is, you know, we have subheads all the way down the page and these subheads, they may look like they're just kind of there, but really what those subheads do is they they present our sales argument in order, just in a really like shortened form. So if someone just lands on our page and they see the headline and they watch the video or they don't watch the video and they just kind of scroll down the page, they're probably going to read the headline. Maybe they watch the video, maybe they don't. Then they're going to read the subheads. So the subheads should move your sales argument forward and they'll probably look at the bullet points, um, things like that, and then they'll make a decision whether they're going to buy or not. And so it's important that you have this kind of, we call it the story inside the story, right? So you have your sales page that has your sales argument and then your subheads tell that same argument, but in a very uh, shortened form. And again, I mean, we could spend thousands of episodes talking about all of the stuff that goes into what makes good copywriting. But for you as a product producer, as somebody who wants to get their ideas out there, it's really important that you at least have a basic understanding of it. So you really you really should start, uh, if you don't know anything about copywriting or direct marketing, you need to start looking into that right now and, and getting a grasp on that skill set. Even if you're, you know, you can hire copywriters to do the writing for you, which is, you know, we do that in our company. Um, but it's important that you understand the what they're doing and what the, so you can give feedback and know that what they're doing is going to work or have a sense of whether it's not going to work those types of things and again understanding copywriting having a a base knowledge in that skill set working actively every day to get better at it it will make creating your front end offers offers that resonate with your market it will make creating all of everything you do easier, right? And, you know, when you understand the kind of psychology and the thing behind that selling process, you know, you will be able to create front end offers that resonate really well with your market. And that's the first big key. So uh, what I would like you guys to do after this episode is if you've had an idea for a product, start fleshing it out, right? Create an outline. Think of your, think of your, your frame, your angle, your hook that you're going to use, uh, kick around some, uh, product names, right? And really start sharpening your copywriting skills. If you're a one man show trying to do this on a sushing budget, it's probably going to be you doing the copywriting. So you want to make sure you're doing things the right way. Uh, if you're going to hire somebody, maybe you have a budget to hire somebody, you're going to want to make sure you get somebody that knows what they're doing. And to do that, you need to know about copywriting as well. So, you know, start looking around for places that you can learn and absorb copywriting and understanding the techniques. Again, a great place to start is to just Google the best copywriting books. You'll find a list. There's a pretty standard list of what all are considered kind of the classics that will show you everything that you need to do. All right. I know this, uh, this episode went a little long, but, uh, I hope what I've shared with you has kind of opened your eyes and given you some insight into what it takes to create these front end offers. Um, this is, you know, a, a pretty formulaic approach that we use and we've shown that it's worked time and time and time again. And it really comes down to you putting in the work to understand your buyer's 
knowing your market and knowing how to communicate with them via your your copywriting, the things you say, the words you put on the paper to get them to see the benefits of what you're offering and ultimately drive them to take action to buy. And again, understanding copywriting is going to make everything you do in your business easier. Um, I highly recommend you go over to TomGaddis.com, download the Milk Up Method. And if you have any questions about resources or anything like that, feel free to reach out to me. You can reach out to me at TomGaddis.com. There's a contact form there. Uh, you know, I'm, I try to answer all the emails I don't always get to because I get a lot, but I will, I do read them. So, you know, go over there and uh, submit something if you have a question. And then finally, I do want to just say, uh, while you're at TomGaddis.com, take a look at the blog. I posted an article there uh, that was around a way to create products called the Do It Live method. And so maybe uh, that might be something you can use to create your product as well. I did a whole podcast episode on it with the season where I talk about the milk up method. So you might want to go check that out as well, but that's another way to do products. It's not what we use for our launches, but we use the do it live method for a lot of other things we do inside your company. So again, you can find all that stuff at tomgaddis.com. I'll put notes and uh, links on the show notes for this episode. And I really hope you enjoyed this. I've enjoyed spending time with you this afternoon and uh, we will We'll see you in the next episode. Stay safe out there and practice aloha. Once again, thank you so much for carving out the time to hear what was shared on today's podcast. If you found it helpful, then please share it with someone else. Just simply share the link or post it on Facebook and say, check this out. Really make my day if you did that. Also, make sure you subscribe if you haven't already so every podcast gets sent straight to you and you don't have to go searching for it. Again, my name's Tom Gaddis, and I'll see you next week on What's the Secret Podcast. Aloha for now, everyone.